When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A new year has arrived. What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs. Whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs. A proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Dash on this Monday, February 19th, 2024. It's Monday for you. Today is still February 18th, Sunday for myself and Kentrell Lockett. All time almost great fan favorite back here with us on Talk of Champions, the podcast network that he himself helped found. It's only good that he's returned home. Hey, buddy, what's up? You good? What's up? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. You had the family in town, right? You had the, the boy, the girl, everybody. Everybody, they still here. They're running around. They're actually laying down right now. I, I found something that I didn't know. Is this lavender spray. I've been spraying this lavender spray, and it's putting them out like NyQuil. <laughs> I spray it every chance spray. I get. I swear. I don't know if it works on adults. I'm going to try it tonight. But as of right now, I'm three for three with them. You know, I, you and I joke about this all the time, but uh, we're old as shit now. And um, I was reading something on Twitter earlier and lebron james was asked at nba all-star weekend how much longer or how many more seasons he has left and he said i don't know but it ain't many and i don't know why it did but buddy when i say it hit me like a ton of bricks that we old that hit me like a ton of bricks because like lebron's been there since i really started to truly like i grew up loving sports but it became Mm -hmm. the obsession like seventh eighth grade and lebron was just coming up at saint mary's so now hearing this lavender spray Yes. LeBron's close to retirement. His hair's already been done, been gone. You know what been I mean? Gone. Right? <laughs> it's just like we're facing tonight, or on for the Ole Miss fan out there on February 19th, your morning, we're facing an existential crisis, 40. Uh, it's, look, man, I say this. I've been 40 since I've been born. So I've been feel like I was an old guy, but now I feel like the limbs are catching up to that number. 
<laughs> you know, it's it's the showers are longer. Yep. The water is getting just a little bit hotter in that shower to yep. aching bones and ailments. Um, taking collagen and all other type of things, uh, glucosamine. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to help the joints. I'm like, man, I never thought it would come a day when I would feel like how the coaches say they felt. Or how I look at other people like, man, when I get that age, I know I'm not gonna feel like that. Damn lie. See, I'm right that, there with him. That's the funniest thing. And I was talking to Jared Ivy and Chris Poopal, the Ivy League debuted on the Talk of Champions podcast network next week. Check out the new episode on Wednesday. And I was talking to them before we sat down to record, and I had to teach them who Project Pat was. I oh, had to no. explain to them that Patrick Willis was not – well, not Pooh. Pooh said, I model my game after Patrick Willis. But before um, we, we did the first show, me and Jerry were just workshopping some stuff. He thought Patrick Willis was like some old head. I'm like, no, man, he's like my no. age. Right. So, like, we got to educate the people. I think, like, we're getting to that place where we got to tell our stories again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We definitely need to delve into the stories. A lot of people don't know about the P. Willie stories. The P. Willie with the club. The P. Willie with the red box towel hole with the fifteens with all the TVs. They don't know about that, man. No. That was one of the no. pioneers that started it. So the question now, forty, is Bo Lockett going to be a future number forty for your oldest Rebels? Oh, he definitely will be. He de I'm going. I'm not saying I'm going to apply that pressure, but I'm going to apply that pressure. He's definitely got a following dad footsteps. Yeah. I'm actually right there with my daughter right now, man, because she was like, you know, dad, I, I may want to go to go to Ole Miss, but there's other schools I want to go to too. I'm like, as long as we're in that number, and once you get actually get there and see, you're gonna be, you're gonna understand why dad actually went here. But I, I don't, I can't say I won't pressure her, but I know I'm going to pressure those two boys. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's that's legacy out here. That's big. That's shoes and footsteps you must follow up here. Yeah. Yes, but we need we trying to we trying to build like the the, the Manning legacy. We trying to do that too to have the my lineage come there, man. That'll be crazy. All See, of them wearing 42. Crazy. Have you been paying attention much to Ole Miss basketball, Ole Miss baseball? I mean, yes. when's the last time you really paid attention to other sports at Ole Miss? I've been I've been watching Ole Miss basketball since the season started, pretty much. I've been okay. watching what's been going on. I watched I saw their first loss. And then of course I'm supporting the home in Murphy Holloway, man. We were all at go. school at the same time. So I, I see T. Murph. I see T. Murph on the side, like man. Me and T. Murph built that relationship because he mm -hmm. had came off for of football at tight end, mm -hmm. you know. And then he was like, oh, "I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it, big bro." I'm like, "You're already out here, man. Don't say you can't do it. You mm -hmm. out here. You said you wanted to play both, but then he just went back on the other side. But we had built that relationship since then. With T. Murph, Tariko, I see Tariko every time. Like I've seen him many a times when I was in Memphis. And we see each other, and we give each other that look and go grip each other up. It's, it's crazy, man. It's it's like it's a brotherhood. No matter what sport it was, we was all part of the old Miss Athletics. And that and that blood run thick, man. Well, it's like you and me still talking in February 18th, 2024 about old Miss stuff. When right. when we are we're the old we're the old heads now. Even with the baby face. The baby faces. Yeah. We're the old heads. I'm saying we're, we're the OGs, the old head. Be like, man, go talk to old head. Like, man, what you mean, old head? I ain't old. I'm saying I look, I look at people like Jeremy Garrett and and <laughs> and and Vicente Deloach and people like that as being old heads. You know what I'm saying? And like like uh like B Brown. You know what I'm saying? Because they were my old heads when I was there. So I'm like, now nah. speaking of that, because I I actually talked this Friday. I talked to Alex Washington. Um, Corey Gaines, Patrick Tra Patrick Trahan, Derek Davis, Cordero Eason. 
We were all on the phone together, bro, all at one time. And it was calling me old head from when I was there. I'm like, bro, you was there with me, so you're old head too. You know, and I'm like, how can we be old heads? And I'm like, Rishaw Johnson was on the phone call too, man. We just was all on the phone, just reminiscing about old times, the good old days. And it's crazy. And it kept calling me old head because, of course, I was there longer than everyone. <laughs> I had seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, and they asking me, man, boy, do you remember this? You remember this? If anybody remember, you remember. I'm like, why you think I remember this? Like, you've been there, you've been there the longest. So it's just crazy. I get it, but but I hold it to high regard. I respect it because I understand the level of respect it is when people call you the old head and the OG. Yeah, that's what so, I'm telling you, know. you, forty, as your friend. I mean, we're having a little therapy session for you about this, but yeah. like, I think it's time. You know, Taylor's got her eras, right, bro? So like, this is your like legend era. All that talking that you did, all that balling that you did, you know what I mean? Being a right. fan favorite. Now you can lean into being the, like, 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 uh, you know, up there, like having, uh, you know, club uncle, or whatever he calls it, you know, Shannon Sharp. You're yeah, in club your shape. Yeah, we got, you, you keep the kids in check now, you know? Right, for sure. For you sure. Know? They call for guidance and call to be, hey, man, what am I supposed to do? And then I hit them with a story. Mm -hmm. And you remember that time, such and such? Or you remember that time? Jarrell Poole did this, and he was supposed to do that. And we're like, oh, I do remember, I do remember, I do remember. So, you know, it's just online things. Man, there's a lot of stories from when we were playing that are, that, that can be applicable now to in our lives outside of football, man. You know, and it, and it all puts put things in perspective. Just like like being accountable or, or being at a block or calling a certain play and you're doing what you're supposed to do and it don't work and getting your ass chewed out. And now look at it in hindsight. A lot of those guys are coaches, man. Like, like with Shea Hodge, Cassius Vaughn, and all of them. I talked to all of them, too. And it was at the coaching convention this past weekend in Tunica. We was talking to all of them. They were like, man, I remember specifically coach telling me to do this, and I didn't do it. And he was like, look at me now coaching and telling the players the same thing the coaches told me like 10, 12 years ago. And, I, and I, it's like, I believe you're going to be there, but until you show me otherwise, I can't trust you. And I'm like, damn, I remember Coach Nuts saying the circle of trust. You remember how we hated that damn circle of trust and holding your playable player accountable or whoever was your circle mate? I'm like, man, to hell with this circle mate. I know I'm doing what I got to do, so I need to make sure he's doing what he have to do. If we have separate classes, we across the campus from each other, how can I ensure that he's doing what he's supposed to do? Supposed to do? But I get it. It is is holding holding the next man accountable, a circle of trust. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Think about it now. In hindsight, it was like, man, it was BS to me then. Like, man, show us the plays. Let's get out here. Let's run. Let's run. Let's play football. But now I definitely get it, you know. But you didn't get it then. You didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. It takes age, time, and wisdom for you to really understand it. That's just like the same thing with your parents. The things your parents was telling you when you were young, you're like, oh, well. well that's, what I was, I, that's what I was going to say. I mean, buddy, yesterday, or no, it was last night. Girls come home. We've been at the uh, softball field all day. Riley's played mm -hmm. games. I know that. For her, that's her commitment. I respect that. Right. But, like, that's the hardest thing she's going to have to do last week. You know what I mean? Like, that was right. it. Right. And I told him straight up, like, I don't care if you do your bed first thing in the morning, but before the day is over, your bed must be made before yep. you make must it to get back. Right. It's just to teach you a little discipline. You know, shouts right. out to Chris Beard. I mean, he I, kind of gave me an aha moment because my girls – I love them. I just pour my love into them. Which sometimes leads like I, I don't want to, you know, I want them to be happy is all I'm gonna say. Right. But what that has led to is they haven't faced nothing, man. So like they come in, I'm like, you gotta <laughs> clean up, you gotta go fix up your room. But I'm tired. Daddy, can I do it in the right. room? And I said to them, 
Man, you kids these days? Yeah. Bro. I went, oh, my God, I'm not my dad. We're talking like our dads, bro. Sure, sure is. I, I catch myself all the time. This area is completely different, though. This generation is different, bro. It's, it's the it's phone not. era. This is what our parents were saying. <laughs> no, it, it is, but our distractions were different from their distractions. You know, when we were when we were their age, there, there were certain things that would distract us, like running outside to play outside or get on the bike to go ride down the street with your homeboy or get with your friends. Now it's only a phone call, a text message, or just a FaceTime away type stuff that going immediately take their take their attention to go to something else. Because I remember just yesterday, I'm talking to my daughter, talking to my daughter, having a full conversation. And she didn't hear anything I was saying because she had her AirPods in. And I'm looking, <laughs> I'm like, Killing, do you hear me? Killing, you hear me? You hear me? You hear me? And then she just look at me. Dad, were you talking to me? I'm like, for the past 30 minutes. For the past 30 minutes, I've been talking to you. She's like, oh, well, could you say it again? Hell no, I ain't saying it again. I'm not saying it again. So it's, I get it, man. Now being a parent, uh, it's so different. I I, it's, I tell my mom, I'm sorry all the time. I'm like, I'm sorry. If I, yeah, I if, if, like, I, I have if now I learned to appreciate my parents and accept my parents exactly for who they are, just because, you know, right. self love and accept yourself first. I accept my parents, I accept myself, I accept my parents, whatever. You know what I mean? Because, like, I sympathize now. Right. Like when Jared Ivy looked at me and I, and I, had to, I had to tell him the story, I was telling the old story, man. I was like, back in 1998, me and my family, <laughs> it was Christmas 98. You know, we went up to Detroit, Michigan for the Motor City Bowl. And Randy Moss was the wide receiver for the Marshall Thunder and Heard and Stuart Patridge and Tim Strickland and those Rebels. They beat that ass. You would have thought I was honestly telling like old World War II stories because he's like, wow, really? And yeah, Randy really, did yeah. what? And who was yeah. this Patrick person? And I'm like, you know, it, it just reminds you, like, these, it's different for them because it is very much a business. You know, a lot of these mm -hmm. kids don't know, won't know half of their teammates anymore. Some of them might not really know the head coach or a coordinator or both coordinators before they get out of here. They might not even have a good relationship with their position coach and it's strictly come in, get our work in, and then we leave and we have nothing else to do with each other. You know what I mean? There's a lot That's of baffling to me. Yeah. That's baffling to me because, man, football was all about chemistry and knowing the man on side of you, knowing your man on side of your strengths and his weaknesses. And the way football is now, it's like plug and play. You just can take somebody from another yeah. school and insert him. And as long as he learned the playbook, it'll be okay. So I get how it works for some school and it, does, and, it work, and it doesn't work for others. But that's the basis of football, chemistry, all 11 being on the same page at one time, being in the proper space, proper alignment, proper assignment, and and and, and just moving fast. And mm -hmm. uh, it's like the dynamic of football is all is changing. And now to 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 have the ability to, to go in the portal and to pick up other guys that where you may have lacked in that defense the year before and just bring in the guy that may be a, a, a junior is going to be a senior the next year and just to put him in and to just insert him. And for everything to run as smooth, run smooth as you think it would, it's kind of crazy to me, man. It's it's like football is almost like playing Madden now. Substitute a player, yeah. like just anybody, a creative player, and then like, just expect to to go man, on. We really need uh, an interior offensive lineman. I hear Florida's got one that he's kind of disgruntled, man. He's ready to get out of there. Let's go see Let's if we go can get him. Yeah, that's what it is. And but here's the thing: I love it because for me, Ole Miss is in the place that I always wanted to see Ole Miss in, uh, legitimately contending for a national championship. Little Ben, uh, teenage Ben, idiot college mm -hmm. Ole Miss Ben, and then now still not mature, idiot, you know, grown-up Ben. Um, 
All I wanted we to see. We had that potential. We had that potential, yeah, though. Absolutely. We had that potential. Like, but, but, you, like, but, but, but the thing is, is like everything had to come together for one magical right. year, you know, 2008. And then once South Carolina happened, it was all over, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was, it was, we were somewhere we never been, you know, being, mm. being at that level, being under that microscope, you know, and then from what we had been through the past two years, and then all of a sudden it was a drastic change, a different, a coach with a different approach, a different, um, layout of practices, the execution, the the just how we conversed with each other from player to coach and just with the whole staff, everything was different. And then that Thursday night game being ranked number four and all mm. of those things under that lights primetime game playing against Steven Garcia and uh and I forget there's the, a name the, right there, Steven Garcia. Yeah. He smelled like beer in the field too. He did smell like a, a Miller light out there. <laughs> he smelled like well you were tackling I, him so I just like <laughs> I would like to think I I can compare him to. I think Stephen Garcia smell like what Post Malone would smell like if I would meet him in per, in person. <laughs> That's what I think he did. The similarity he would smell like Post Malone, <laughs> like Pigpen and uh, Charlie Brown. You know, he like yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. He's like like he just hit a Marlboro on the sideline and burping up Miller like like. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I I swear, bro. It's like we heard all those stories until you actually was in front of it. I'm like, yep, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, it's that was true. a really long with a beer belly. That was a 20 minute. Well, this is what me and 40 do. We have, we don't plan anything. We just start talking. So 20 minutes to say, <laughs> I think I figured out what I want the 40 yard dash to be moving forward. It's gonna be a lot about bringing a little bit of like that spirit back because a lot of the luster of being a part of it, everyone in it together, has been lost because it had to be lost as the business part of it took over and dominated right. their empowerment and unionizing and all that shit. It's happening in real time, but what gets lost in that uh, fair compensation for all workers is the spirit of what made college football great for all of us. So with Jared Ivey, he's going to be interviewing his teammates and his coaches with me and 40. We'll bring back former players. And there's so many things that we're going to talk <laughs> about and tell stories about because so we're now in a place where if it's like in Hamilton, who lives, who dies, who tells your story? Who else is going to tell the story of when Ed Orgeron puts you through a practice? Not just you, your whole team. And like Forza to the other day. If we don't tell it, who lives, who dies, who tells your story? Because apparently the guy's wearing the script across their chest. We can't count on them. No. It's got to be us. That's how we bring the spirit back. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how we bring it back. When I tell that them, was, hey, guys. That was tragic. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. On my message board, the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and fit them on three. I see this <laughs> see this post, and Forty's going to start communicating on our uh, website once I get it set up. So get on there, hang out with Forty, hang out with me, everybody. We just we chill and talk almost all day. Germantown Rebel. This was last week, Forty. My son's new high school football coach played running back at Wake Forest. <laughs> at their first team meeting, the coach was walking around meeting all the players, and my son told him he was an Ole Miss fan. And the coach just said, I got rocked by Patrick Willis, which, I mean. Probably happened. I'm I sure mean, it happened. I mean, my, my guy's now the third Rebel in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And it was like, why did it even take, why was it not first ballot? You know, anyway. Right. Made me laugh, he said, until I remember the game. Losing to them in 2006, wasn't that the game that was delayed by lightning weather? And Coach O took the team into the IPF and ran through a practice before the game. And here's the thing. I know, I know, I know. I responded. I said, yeah, it was the Wake Forest game because, like, I, Brad's told me about this. 
B. Bolden's told me about this. You talked about Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace, I think he was the yeah. first one who said in the IPF, but I think he misspoke because you and I were pre- like semi-preparing for this particular part of this conversation. Definitely. Like there was no way legitimately he laid the boards in the locker room. We 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 never went in the IPF. We didn't go into the IPF until the rain, the, the, the weather delay was cleared and we went in there to stretch. We did board drills in the locker room on carpet, <sighs> sliding all over the place. I'm like, how is this right? How is this correct? The first person to line up was Reggie Hicks. And I don't remember who he lined up again, but it was Reggie Hicks, number 32, what running back turn, yep. half back turn, tight end. Yes. It was Reggie Hicks. And I'm like, hey, this can't be going on. I'm like, this really can't be happening. He was like, you guys are not ready. You guys are not ready. I'm like, coach, nobody is ready. It's a rain delay. Nobody <laughs> can play right now. <laughs> nobody can play. Like, man, he was so hyper, so aggressive. That I guess we have to do something. And everybody followed his lead. The strength coach, the 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 uh, defensive coach. Lock up, you better win. No man wins up in here on on carpet with cleats on. And we was on, I don't know if they still have it, but no, nah, they don't have it. The 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 M where we used to gather before the games and mm-hmm. after the games. We were right there on the M, line up on the M. The M, the actual M, the the arm of the M was the board. There was no mm-hmm. board. That was the board. And <laughs> and hand hand at the bottom and hand at the top. And he said, ready, print blunder was. I'm like, are you kidding? Did anybody me? like lay somebody out though? Like nobody real. had Those nobody had enough traction, enough footing to do nothing. Everybody was slipping. It was like <laughs> slipping and sliding. Uh, it, it was it was for naught, bro. Nothing really. That's what I'm saying. So, so let me get this straight. Not only, first of all, just taking you in for a full practice in the IPF was bad enough. You know, I thought it was just a win practice. You're spent. You go out now. You got to play a game. All right. No, that was half line, bro. That was half line. It, it was spring awkward. practice. So, you didn't even do the practice right. You did a half-assed version of the practice. And the practice didn't accomplish anything. So quite literally, you self-sabotaged. That's Pretty the story that Orchard don't miss. Self-sabotage. Going for fourth down against State. We pretty much had a half of football in the <gasps> locker room, bro. We had a half of football in the locker room before. So you saw how we came out. We was juiced. But by the time by the time we got to be in the second quarter, gas. Nobody nice. had nothing left. Hi, this is Kevin Kessinger, former Ole Miss baseball player, son of Ole Miss Hall of Famer Don Kessinger, and dad to Ole Miss All-American shortstop Gray Kessinger, and your local community banker with BNA Bank. BNA Bank has invested 125 years in our communities, and we know the needs of North Mississippi businesses better than anyone. As a commercial lender with BNA Bank, my priority is Oxford, and I'd love to help you and your business with any lending needs. Visit www.bnabank.com to learn more. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. 
Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC. Code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm looking at this, and I'm gonna, when I read you this box score, all right, <laughs> twenty-seven to three, we failed a one and three. Wake went to four and up. Oh. Brent Schaefer was thirteen for twenty-eight, one twenty-seven, and zero touchdowns, one interception. Seth Adams, his boy, was eight for eleven for eighty-four, boring ass, scoreless, and no turnover yards. I don't even get how Seth Adams. I don't even understand that, bro. Still to this day, I don't understand Seth Adams as a quarterback. Seth Adams, you know, let me tell you the the dislike that people like Mike Wallace have for Seth Adams. Mike Wallace Gosh. would beat would beat the, the the defensive back by by 10, 15 yards, and <laughs> Seth Adams would throw the ball to the defensive back. Mm. It's, it's like, not I, personal, it's just business. And it's, no, it's the game. It's I mean it's, it's the game. No, it's, it's, we see it on tape. Everybody see it, so you can't get mad. He saw it too. It's the man is sixty yards down the field, and you throw a forty yard bomb. It don't add up. It and Mike up. Wallace uh, was great to me in school. We stayed in touch. We, you know, he's a friend. One of my very first people I became friends with in this business. Um, I say that because, for all the good of Mike Wallace, I love that dude to death. 
my man does not hide emotion well at all. He's like not the most diva wide receiver you could think of. Like he when you think, think of the diva wide receiver stereotype, oh, that's Mike. You know. All right, yeah, hold for on. sure. All right, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, the law firm, led Ole Miss in rushing. I want you. It's been a while, so it's gonna be hard for you. No, it won't. forty-two you yards, twelve carries for fifty-four. I mean, it's the most Ben Jarvis Green. That's working like it'll keep you on the NFL roster for eight years. That's you got to average for four. You got to average four and a half, and my man averaged it every time. And he played for the Patriots, so so you know they ain't really running like that. But this is at the time when the number two leading running back was Miko Miko McSwain. Gramico McSwain. Um, and also Marche was still a wide receiver. He had three catches for eleven yards. <laughs> Marche Green, bro, that's so crazy, though. Yeah, no, here are your wide receivers. Look at this talent. Dexter McCluster, Michael Hicks, uh, Mike Wallace, Shea Hodge, Kendrick Lewis, Marche Green, Robert Lane, Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis. All but nah, two of them are NFL players, but they were all like half of them were out of position. Right. All what Kendrick went to went to safety. safety. Marche went to corner. Right. Um, Mike Hicks transferred. Dexter went to running back slash slot or slash all over the place. He's a running back. It was just modern the modernization of football, you know. Right. Right. It's that's, crazy. That's hey, if really... guys can outrun other guys, if they're faster, we should play, get the most of them and play them together. Dexter was before his time, man. What Dexter was doing, mm-hmm. Dexter was before his time. It's like it what was. you what, what you saw Dexter doing is what you see across the NFL. Debo Samuels, um, uh, McCaffrey. You can even go he's back obviously to, uh, significantly smaller, though. I mean, he's yeah. yeah. Well, 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 let's go to Darren Sproles. We can yeah. go all the way to there, you know. So Dexter was before his time, man. What he was doing and what he accomplished, and how he was able to maneuver and just put the ball in his hand, man. Like the, I think the McCluster Flusters really started all of that. Yeah. I think that really will put him on. One of the greatest game, single game performances you will ever see in of any individual performance. You just want to see dominance, complete dominance. Dexter against Tennessee. Yes, trust me, I know. Oh, of course you know. But I'm just saying, like, from a fan perspective, like, I still, like, he was. You know why? Because Ed was on the opposite side. I'm going to tell you why. That was was for everybody. That was everybody on the team. Oh, was Lane Lane there? I think I. Oh, I'm not sure. Is that Lane? I can't remember. I know Coach O was there because he. That's what I'm saying. Because I heard heard the coaches say, come on, Ed. Like, because he was, after the game was over. He hugged and talked to so many of us. The other coaches were like, come on, Ed, get back into the locker room. But he, we was talking and messing with him. Like, everybody went up to him, shook him up, and was talking to him and everything. But that was a hell of a game, man. We just took that personally. Not because it was but, another shot. It was like we can show, we, it was like we showed him the potential we actually had. And when he left there, and we just took it, you know, took it to another level. Well, I wanted to touch on two more quick things because you talked about the circle of trust. You talk about Murph, the football player. Give me the scouting report on Murph, the football player. Oh, he could he he could have played, bro. But I tell you this, I would I would I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put him at tight end though. Oh, because he he would have been a nightmare for receivers. Just think of well for defensive back. Think about Murph's statue, right? Six five, six six, two forty, two fifty. He's agile, bro. <laughs> And to have him at tight end, of course, they was going to utilize him more as a blocker than he was going to be a passer. So what I know and from what I see, he didn't want to do the blocking, bro, mm-hmm. especially the run blocking, the reach and the down blocking, getting up on the linebacker or going second level. Now, 
That wasn't his cup of tea. He was playing football to get the ball thrown to him, you know? So I would have put him on the outside, match up with me, high ball, let me go up and get it. But the physicality off the line, nah, it, it, it was unmatched. It was unmatched, bro. That's why I would have put him. Or if I would have put him at tight end, there would have been specific pay, plays where we would have put the ball in his hand, you know? Yeah, and now a tight end like that doesn't really have to block if he wanted to play yeah. tight end. That's the shitty part. As you know, Michael Trigg didn't block for however long Michael Trigg was here. <laughs> you know? Tight ends don't, tight ends don't, tight ends are not no. tight ends no more. Tight but that ends is funny, though, because like Antonio Gates, like that's what separates an Antonio Gates who plays basketball. Kent State says, yeah, I'm going to be a football player. It ain't that easy, man. I mean, because the grunt work, the, like you said, the inline blocking and all the things that come with the responsibilities of just, you're not just going up there. And, you know, right. boxing guys out in the end zone and getting all them tutties like Greg Hardy was. You know, it, Greg it, got it, that. It, no one else got that, though. Greg, now we talking about a different breed of person here now. We talking about Greg Hardy. Yeah. Greg Hardy went from playing football or basketball mm -hmm. to doing MMA fighting and didn't bare yeah. knuckle fighting. Mm -hmm. He's a, that's a different breed of individual. If a man carry ninja stars, he is not mm -hmm. to be trifled with, bro. You don't want to mess with that type of individual. He He's one of those guys that come around, like those phenoms that come around every so often. Greg is one of them. You can put Greg in that category. I don't care what nobody say about his mental and his way and approach of life. Athletic-wise and ability, Greg, Greg is one of those guys, bro. Greg, Greg is one of those people. I don't care what nobody say. They can say, speak, and talk wrong and down to him. I don't care, man. Probably one of the best all-around individuals I've ever seen. Like, just, and for his size and his stature, crazy. Outside of some people like Michael Orr and John Jerry and Parade Jerry, nah, bro. Laramie Tunsil was different. I never played against Laramie Tunsil, but just watching him, it's, 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 he was... A different Michael Orr. He was technique sound, footwork. He understand levels. He understand low man and hand placement. He was never really out of position. His feet was always under himself. You know, he was always together. But comparing that to Michael Orr, I've never seen Larry Mitunso do a windmill at 315. You know what I'm saying? And mm. seeing Michael Orr do a windmill, I'm like, okay, that just sets Michael Orr apart from Laramie Tunsil. Not taking nothing away from Tunsil, because both of those guys are technique nope, sounding nope. what they do in the in the in nope. the tackle at the tackle position. Nope. But, no, bro, bro, no. I saw him at the Birmingham Bowl. He was playing ball because he passed it to me. He said, Ben, I I was doing my thing. You Laramie? Yes. He had I'm just saying the ball skills you could see, oh yeah, this guy could have played at a high level of basketball. I mean, I, uh, I, but, I, I because that it. It, but that ends in the most Ben Garrett way you can possibly imagine. Me running my mouth. It's like, Ben, come on, come play with us. Yeah, dude, I'm all in. Pass it to Ben. Shoot the three, Ben. And Carlton and Fresh Prince. <laughs> hit the backboard. Hit the wall over there, the scoreboard. <laughs> you mentioned the circle of trust. And I'll never forget when Houston Nutt lost Brandon Bolden forever. That Alabama game, trying to claim Brandon Bolden. You know what I'm talking about? And, like, suspended the, him and all those he guys. He suspended so it was Brandon Bolden. It was our starting center, AJ Hawkins. It was uh, I'm trying to remember who else it was, but the guys had class. They had to like take a test that they had missed from like the week before that from us traveling, going out of town, and they went to take the test in class after they hadn't told their position coach. So I don't know if the position coach relayed the message or not. 
But when the guys got to practice late, there you go. We got men that's not being trustworthy and not living within the parameters of the circle of trust. So they can't play with us this weekend. I'm like, how the hell you go suspend our starting center and our starting running back against one of the biggest opponents we're gonna possibly face this year? And it went exactly how you would think. That's why I want you to tell me to end this thing. If this is tinfoil hat, Ben, because you've known me longer than anybody probably watching this, except for like, none of my family watch this. They're too embarrassed by me. But you, you know me a long time. So here we go. All right. I think I know what you're Houston Nutt suspended those kids because he knew he was about to get his ass whooped. He was feeling the pressure to begin with. That was the scapegoat. Scapegoat. That was the scapegoat. That, bro, we called it before the game. I'm like Coach Nut, Coach Nutton gave up before he even tried. Mm. We called it before the game. How could That's you, in the locker room. You how know? could you how could you suspend your starting center? Like the 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 signal caller outside of your quarterback against one of the toughest defensive lines or the toughest defenses that you're gonna face this year. He was Crazy, saving his bro. own skin. If you wondered, he was saving his own. It's like say what you want to about Lane, and there, there's plenty to say. As there is with all of us. We all got our shit. Okay. But like Lane, he talks his noise. He goes, gets his butt beat. He says, Yeah, we got our tail kicked and that we look stupid. You know what I mean? She back then, Houston, I mean, it was all about preserving Houston. He'd say all the right things in the press conference and then put it on the players. That's that's that sneaky Hooten Hootendale, you know? Hell of a a car salesman. Hell of a car salesman, man. Car salesman. He'll say, say you're lemon in a minute. (laughs) <laughs> Drive yeah. it off the lot, then you're dead right down the road. Well, hey, but back to back cotton bowls. First time in 50 years. You know, 50 years. First no, yeah. When he, yeah. said, he said, he said, Parade Jerry, how does it feel right. to get gifts on Christmas? He used to be home, right, Parade Jerry? Now we getting gifts. We're going to be in Dallas. Check out the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and the Food of Bone 3. That's the website that I write for. You might find 40 there here soon if I'm not too dumb and can actually set this account up. Thank you, my friend. We'll be back next week. Don't know what stories we'll tell, but we'll tell some more. For sure, man. I look forward to it. And you know, as always, RIP Phyllis. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.